And welcome, everybody, back to the show. Welcome back to another installment. You know we're out here about to just hold it down, tell some stories, do some stuff, learn some stuff like always. Who in the hell knows what's about to happen in this hour, though? But we just want to thank everybody who's tuned in and everybody who's been doing everything they do, sharing the content, liking the videos, telling a friend to tell a friend. So forth and so forth. But today we have a pretty fun guest and we met in such an interesting way. That's what the funnest part about today's episode is. And then we learned a couple of things about each other before we did this. So I'm not going to say too much about him. I'm going to let him introduce himself. But today's guest, he goes by the name of Jacob Carter. And uh, he's well, he's from the Bay, I found out. So We'll let Jake tell us what he does and uh, what he has going on. We're going to ask some questions, dive into his world a little bit, and get to know him. So, Jake, without further ado, welcome, man, to the Hot 16 show. Uh, thank you for being on the show, man. It's it's an honor to uh, get you on. We uh, we met on Instagram, of all places, and uh, now we're now we're here and we have you on the show. So, how are you doing, man? How how are things? Uh, I'm doing great, man. It's, uh, you know, it's really exciting to be here. Um, for everybody listening, I'm Jake, uh, uh, from Carter's Inc. Works. Um, I'm a, I'm an artist, uh, first and foremost. Um, the type of art that I do is, um, really whatever catches my whimsy. So, um, yeah, I'm just happy to be here, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, dude, no problem. And um, I'll tell them a little bit more how we met. So pretty much um, I I run a couple accounts. You know, I got the Hot 16s. I got my, my music page and whatnot. And uh, I had an event a few months ago, and I was uh, exhibiting my art in a gallery. And we were still looking for some people to fill some wall space. And uh, Jake just so happened, made a reel that kept popping up in my social media feed. And I was like, why is this guy's real every day? I swear to God for two to three weeks, at least. And every day I told myself, I was like, I'm going to see this real watch guy asking for exhibits to show his art. So typically like I, you know, people I don't meet face to face, I usually don't offer anything to, but for some reason I felt like I was like, okay, this, this reel's coming up. I think it's probably because I am promoting something along those lines. Who knows? Instagram's being weird. But I hit the guy up and I said, hey, I'm doing a show and we're having a gallery and we're still currently looking for artists if you would like to showcase your art. So forth and so forth. He hit up the promoter. Boom. They accepted his art and we were both exhibited together in the same gallery. And then it led to now him being on the show. And so Jake Carter, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's very fun. We're both artists. So today's show is about, you know, good conversation and art and just, you know, just sharing stories about what it took to get, you know, our journey going and our vision with our art and just kind of have just some wholesome conversation, you know, just kind of step aside from the hip hop a little bit and just open the doors more into the artist world and just see what the artists are up to these days. And let me tell you, everybody, uh, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah how is it weird being an artist man um well it, it, every day is what you make it um and what you make is whatever sets your heart ablaze <clears throat> um being an artist is something that i've always wanted to do and i was put in a position where i could do anything and, you know, I really uh, leaned in and, and bought into myself. And it's uh, it's been a pretty, pretty fun journey so far. Yes, definitely. And and with your journey, um, what, when did you like really get into art? Like, when did you like start like being like, man, I really like this. Like, and it's something that you enjoyed and started doing as a craft and like a hobby. So um, I've been doing art literally since I've been able to hold a pencil. Um, yeah <clears throat> i mean i can definitely see that in your work it's 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 that's why i asked if you were a tattoo artist because honestly like i mean i don't i don't know if you were ever into anything like that but those were definitely some like i could see that on someone's skin for sure someone into that type of like 
tattoo art, you know? Mm-hmm. So the style that I'm, I'm really leaning into right now is the American traditional tattoo style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that's always appealed to me. Um, you know, the simple shapes, the bright, bright primary colors. Um, it's such a fun style to draw in. But, yes. You know, the, the, the people that I see do it and the way that it's presented is always like really formal. Um, and, and it always has this air of badassery, you know what I mean? Everything's on fire. Everything has skulls. Um, and I, I just wanted to make it weird. You know what I mean? So every chance I get, I take a traditional image and kind of turn it on its ear. Yeah. Like you do it, you do it, more different than what more people would expect exactly yeah yeah so it's a it, it, it's a very easy genre to um bend to your will if you know how to do it so where where do you find where did you find inspiration like that in your art what drove you to be an artist like that so um I recently moved from the Bay Area to the Phoenix area. Mm -hmm. And in that move, um, I didn't have access to a lot of my, um, my paints, you know, a lot of that got put in the pod when we shipped everything out here. So um, I was really limited to doing things digitally. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, traditionally I, um, or, Previously, I did a lot of like abstract acrylic stuff, um, but being limited in the brush styles with Procreate, um, you know, and being so new to it, uh, just that really fine line work uh, was easier to do. And then, you know, I, I found my own way into the style from there. Yeah. And that, I mean, your style, it's, it's just very, it's very popping. It, it, it stood out to me, too. And that was the thing that I really think that brought me more into hitting you up. It was like, I actually was like, damn, this is like, this is art, you know, like this is like, this is badass, you know, like, yeah, that that's the type of energy I want to feel towards a piece. Like, oh man, like, fuck yeah, this is sick. You know, like just, just, you know, just a little vibe, something, something to pick up the mood a little bit, you Mm -hmm. know? (laughs) Yeah. uh, You know, those images really lend themselves to high contrast. Yes. You know, a lot of stuff I do is black and white. Um, and, you know, traditionally it's supposed to have bold primary colors in it. But I think with the crisp line work and the high contrast, it's very eye catching. Yes. Yes. And that's the thing that I, I think I was trying to say. It's very eye catching and it resembles like it's just its own factor, you know, like. Yeah. It, and, and the images are simple and easily digestible. Um, yeah. And the other thing that I do very well, in my opinion, is um, size. I yeah, you do. I... You have a variety. You definitely capture a wide variety of size. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's uh, it's important to be detail oriented the bigger you go. Um, in that that gallery show that we're in together, um, one of my pieces is eight feet tall. Um, yeah. by four feet wide you know you can it's it it's pretty uh it's a pretty bold statement yeah it, well any artist i mean when we were in that gallery man i mean we can talk on this there was a piece i mean i don't i i guess we could say you and me as artists me, me being pvp and you being carter uh, jacob uh, jake from carter inksworks it's just there was a piece on the wall that was going for five hundred thousand dollars did I just want to let you know that. Yeah. And I kind of was like, well, is this something to be proud of or like ashamed of? I need to step my game up. Like <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know how to take it because honestly, dude, I, it, me and my friend, we sat there almost like art critics. Yeah. And, and it was funny because they brought charcuterie and they were serving like out the back wine and we had some wine and we were literally sitting there eating charcuterie, judging it. And we we're debating, how do you even put value on art? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. how is this worth $500,000? And there's something over there that's a lot cooler than what I'm looking at. 
you know, not to diss that artist, but it's mm-hmm. just like a half a million dollars. Like, oh my God. Like, I mean, wow. Like, I guess fucking mine's worth 250000 then. <laughs> right? Is yeah. that how it goes? Like, can you literally, is that how you put the price on art? Is that like, I've never met like, uh, what are they called? The people that appraisers? Yeah. Like, how do you, how, I want to meet a art appraiser and I want to bring them something and be like, yo, this was made this way. What's it worth? You know, it's worth a hundred thousand. I think it's worth a hundred thousand dollars, you know? Yeah. You you know, the people, the people that throw that sort of price range out there. Um, I, I fully believe, um, that they're, they're manifesting that money. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they want to be. And that's how rich exactly, they Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, in, in a lot of those cases, they throw that wild number out there and they're willing to settle for way less. You know yeah, what I mean? And they'll be like, oh, I'll give you a hundred thousand. Yeah. And they're like, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, you got to remember who you are as an artist. You know, it's just like crazy. A lot of these artists, they're just like, I mean, but that's how it is, though, being an artist. Yeah. You know, it's not a guarantee. Well, and not only that, there's no there's no rule book. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's it's all about manifesting whatever you want. You know what I mean? What what's the worst that happens? Somebody says no. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, and then you're right back to where you started. Yeah. And so it's, it's just a cycle though. And it goes around and around. Like what I learned really quick is, I don't know. I tried, like, I have cool pieces. I do pour acrylic, you know, I think, I Mm -hmm. think my stuff's all right. It's just my style. It was a hobby. Yeah. And how I started doing it was pretty much, I came home one day after I, I was an electrician for eight months at this company building these electrical boxes. And I would come home every day, just very dirty, tired, stressed out. And my fiance one day she decided she just was like oh i'm gonna start doing these poor acrylics and i walked in and i was like oh my god like these are so fun and are so crafty you know and like uh-huh and then i started you know i framed them and did my thing and then when i'm like okay i'm gonna put this value on it and you know i thought at first it was a pretty decent fair price and like you know i have these 16 by 20 inch and a half uh depth profile canvases that are very very intricate set and mm-hmm. like you know, Mendocino, Humboldt, Redwood, you know, handcrafted by my father. I put a fair price on it. And then someone like hit me with an offer like 90% below. And it was like, well, I, well what makes you think it's worth that? You know, like, yeah. and, or something like that. You know, it's just like, it's just crazy. It's either you go and you buy it or you don't, you know, because mm-hmm. art, art isn't a bargainable thing, you know? Yeah. Like you can't, I don't know anybody like, yeah, I bargained this Picasso and got 50% off yeah like it's not like a car or or like you know your homie hooking you up or no art art gets a number and then once it exchanged hands and it keeps getting sold and it goes up like it's just weird how the whole system of selling it even works too yeah you know it's crazy art art's like almost (laughs) like it controls some people you know Mm -hmm. well and it's Art is so subjective and personal in all aspects of it. You know what I mean? Making it, pricing it, buying it, enjoying it. it it's such a solo experience. Well, there's sometimes <clears throat> you don't even fucking look at it for fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I swear, I have one of my paintings. I was like, oh, this is my favorite one. I went out and got some hangers and I hang it right next to my bed above my, uh, you know, above my little nightstand. And I swear to God, like, I don't. I sometimes look at it, but then today I have to rearrange my room because we're getting some housework done on our ceiling in our room. But I just kind of was like, why the fuck did I hang this up? <laughs> like, wh- who the fuck am I? Like, where, what was I thinking? Like, where was my head? You know, like, yeah. do you ever as an artist kind of look back at maybe some of your pieces or they talk to you in a way and they're like, this is who you were then? Um. Yeah, you know, I think that art um, for me and the way that I create and the way that I hang on to my artwork, um, 
I, I always try to let it speak its own voice. And if I look at it after a couple of years and I realize that I don't like it, um, my whole philosophy on art itself is it, nobody enjoys art in the middle, right? It's exciting to start and it's so rewarding to finish. But in yeah. the middle, nobody's happy. Well, so if I look contemplating or, oh, should I do this? Oh, should I do that? It, exactly. So if I look back on a piece and I don't like it, it just means I'm not done with it. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, like, it's like I have a lot of stuff that I've always like you always tell yourself you're going to do and you never do. But art, mm -hmm. for some reason, something that's always going to be there and will always like come back and you'll always finish eventually. Yeah, exactly. And, you yeah. know, some sometimes sometimes people buy my pieces when I don't think that they're completed to their full potential, but they see it and enjoy it. And it, and to them it's done. And, well, and so I just have they to let think it it's go. Badass because I'm not going to lie. I'm the type of per person that's going to walk up and be like, Oh, look at this fucking thing. Or, yeah, you know, like uh -huh. everybody has their own, like you, you have your own perception and own view of that piece. Well, exactly. so does that person. So exactly. That, that person thinks, wow, well, maybe uh, they maybe they'll be like, you did too much, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's how it be. I had one piece where it was a seven hundred dollar piece. And this lady, she's like, wow, I really like this. But if you would have not used this color, I would have uh -huh. bought it. And I'm yeah. like, you know, like, OK, like that's your opinion. But, you know, but it lets uh -huh. you know, like it makes you want to think more like should i expand my art catalog and have more variety or stick true to what i think looks cool so uh i think that you know creative expression is one of the most important things that you can do um and variety is the spice of life you know what i mean um branch out make as much shit as you can yeah make whenever you can and when people come up to you and they say, oh, man, I wish I wish you wouldn't have done this one part. That's when you slide in the commissions. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I can make you, I can make you something very similar to this without that step. Mm -hmm. Would you be interested in that? Yes. You know what I mean? Like every criticism is an opportunity. Well, it, it's not even like an opportunity. It's just a pl it's a place and a time to grow. I mean, that's exactly. What I, I mean, that's what I've been learning. Like, I mean, even with this new season and everything going on it, I'm trying to see what I didn't do in the first season. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I need to analyze. What didn't I do in the first season? Okay. To, mm -hmm. and what do I need to do in the second season to then push me to higher heights in the third season? Exactly. You exactly, know, man, it, it, every, and, every step forward, is uh, a win every exactly. step forward is a win because when we win then we grow and when exactly. we grow then we have something to show mm -hmm. you know like damn i just made like a, an analogy or like a rap right there damn I <laughs> 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 yeah no but pretty much like it's a uh, it's it's just an interesting um way that we we go about things you know and mm -hmm. whether it be art or whatever profession that we do have or yeah. just just simple life, man. Like even the decisions that we make, you know, express out in how we feel in our art. You know, like exactly. I'm meeting so many different artists with so many different mediums, and I'm learning so much so quickly. I I this is exactly what I wanted. You know, yeah. it's just like, and that's what makes me feel like my art's gonna get better. Like when I mm -hmm. when I take the time here, when I can actually get some more time to get back into doing it because I have quite an arsenal and quite a catalog right now up for sale. So I, I needed, I need to make space. So uh -huh. I'm kind of just, you know, I have over 50 pieces for sale. And so I'm just kind of like, that's my inventory that I'm keeping on that department um, yeah. of me doing that. end. so, you know, it's fine, but it's a piece at a time though. And every mm -hmm. piece you're going to learn from that sale, what people want or what you see in that interaction. Exactly. And, yeah. and, you know, it's, uh, it's important to make the distinction and make the choice. Do you want to make art that is marketable to people or yes. do you want to make something that's authentic to yourself? And sometimes those things inter like they interact in a weird way. Um, 
but I find the most rewarding stuff and, and you'll find the people you'll find your people. If you stick true to yourself and not try to do something marketable, you know what I mean? I think that's the difference between like a crafter and an artist. An no, artist, definitely. I, an I artist feel is that. going to do them and a crafter is going to do sellable things. You know what I mean? And yeah, there's passion in both of those and both of those are valid and correct, but I have chosen to switch from being a crafter, which is initially what I started doing, making stickers and things I thought people would want to buy. And now I'm just focusing on the things that bring me joy and the people that are buying them are becoming dedicated buyers. You know what I mean? The people who buy one thing from me will come back and buy several things from me because they're buying into the passion. They're well, they're buying into your craft and they're, and they're showing back to, to what you do and what mm-hmm. is true to you. I mean, I, it's a compliment to me. Anytime anybody buys something from me, I take it just as a compliment. Yes. Oh, I financial. I made a financial gain from you, but in the end it's a compliment. Like, exactly. you know, like I put a lot of hard work and effort into that to hope that somebody likes it mm-hmm. and wants to have it, you know, and that's the thing is where for me with mental health and battling everyday struggles that I have, those are little things that I look for to help me get through my life. You know, oh, just yeah. the simple joy and reassurance that someone out there appreciates you as a person, mm-hmm. you know, and being appreciated, man, don't you love feeling appreciated? There, there's literally not many things that are better than that (laughs) exactly like as a man especially you know like Mm -hmm. i mean i I feel like a lot of men's mental health gets you know kind of thrown out the window sometimes but for me definitely getting appreciated it does put a smile on my face oh yeah absolutely absolutely but with 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 your transition so when you were in the bay area growing up like what was kind of like were you into the art um, that you were into, like, did you live in the Bay Area most of your life before you went to Arizona? Yeah, so I, I lived in the Bay Area most of my life, and um, you know, I, I I grew up in Vallejo, which is a um, heavily um, urban area. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it's, definitely. Uh, very very hip hop focused. Um, you know, and I I grew up in the heart of the hyphy movement. Oh um, yeah, for sure. So you did you you pretty much like sideshows and getting hyphy and you know just doing your thing and gigging, right? <laughs> oh yeah, big time. Um, but the the cool thing about it is, um, I've I've always been a a big guy. I've always been, um, you know, I used to have a mohawk. It was two and a half feet long. Oh, and, uh, I was super punk rock, bro. Patches, safety pins everywhere. Um, but because I was true to myself and and um, unafraid to be different, I was accepted by literally everybody. And um, I, I think that that's such a unique position to grow up in. You know what I mean? Like, I was... I was very different than most people I hung out with, but it was all love from everybody. Um, and that, that reflected in the art style that I would do, you know what I mean? Uh, growing up, I did a lot of like psychedelic abstract stuff. Um, did, the hyphy move, did the hyphy movement inspire your art at all today? Um, it doesn't, but it should, it, you know, it's, it's so far removed yeah from your life exactly um you know i i have kids now (laughs) um yeah you can't just be getting high fee on a tuesday yeah you know you can't ghost ride the whip in the middle of a in the middle of an arizonan suburb (laughs) (laughs) yeah you cannot pop on e40 and matt gray and ghost ride your whip in your suburban arizona neighborhood exactly like listen my neighbors are still getting an earful uh e40 mac Dray everybody um <laughs> funny. driving by i'll just i'll just be bumping and and they're all like what what, what the what, fuck what, what, what tarnation yeah what, what tarnation is, exactly what is this this is republican arizona 
Dog, you have no idea. <laughs> there's literally a, a street corner out here where there's a guy every weekend selling Trump paraphernalia. Oh, I and every time I drive by, I'm like, is this allowed? No, yeah, dude. People do it in California. I'm in LA. They do it in LA all the time. Orange yeah. County. Orange County is really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I went uh I went camping in uh up at the beach in Malibu and it was uh the Trump stickers everywhere. I was just like, oh man. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of all the rich people down here are all Trump goers. I mean, I'm bipartisan for the most part. I really can't pick a side. I mean, the country's fucked anyway, so that's why I was like, fuck it, let's start a podcast show. Let's start <laughs> and start talking about our problems through conversation uh-huh. without politics and without the government. But look at us talking about politics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, but hey. With with uh with your transition though out to Arizona, did you were you able to blend in or find the art community where you're currently stated? So it's it's taken a, a good long while, but um I I have found a couple of venues out here. Um, you know, not, I live in a very uh, rural part of Arizona. Um, you know, I'm I'm south of Phoenix, um, just on the outskirts of the main cities. So trying to find a community close to me has been almost impossible. But I, I've met quite a few people in the Phoenix area and um, have talked to people up in Sedona. So when I make the trip out that way, um, I feel like I'll find more of my people. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. You got to always have your people. And if you don't have them, it's it's just really hard to to do anything, man. I mean, well, I'm just like a one man wrecking crew. Like I sponsor a couple people. But mm-hmm. other than that, like I do all my editing. I do all my flyers. I do all my booking. I do all my contacting, all my calling, all my text, e- everything, all my organizing. Uh-huh. I, yeah, like I haven't had one person help me in that end at all. I've invested it, all of it, everything. I'm the CEO, COO, <laughs> CFO, all of the above. All of the motherfucking above, man. It's like I saw Snoop Dogg say one day. It was like, hey, Snoop Dogg, what you want to do on this? Oh, cuz you could do whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's my mentality with this. It's like, I don't have a branch or a body above me or some yeah. contract. Like, I literally can do whatever the hell I want. And that's the best part about this company, my ideas. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm learning more and more. And so that's why I'm trying to become more organized, trying to get more different, unique guests on this show. Absolutely. Like, I want to hear some crazy shit, you know, and like mm-hmm. I've got a wide variety of guests. I've got a good catalog of guests. I've had uh, many people tell me I'm a great interviewer. I'm a great conversator. And I feel like I hold myself very well. And I feel like that's very important when you're going to run something like this and especially be a talk show host, because you literally have to be able to adapt to all different types of emotions and opinions and ask questions and be subtle and stay professional through the whole entire conversation without hitting them in the face. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, man, Uh, all of that's super important. Well, yeah, exactly. So with, with your art though, like what's your main, what's your main push? Like, what's your main goal with your art? What are you trying to uh, accomplish with your art, with your image? What are you trying to speak on and like do? Woof. That's a, that's a loaded question. Um, you know, it, there's a couple of different answers and all of them are true. Yeah. Um, my, my main goal with my art, um, you know, is what everybody who makes art wants. I, I want to do it for a living. I don't want to punch a clock. Um, I want to be my own boss. You know what I mean? But the other thing is I want to show my kids that you can, you can follow your passion. You know what I mean? It's, it's so cool to watch them watch me living up to what I think is my potential. You know what I mean? And, and realizing that even the most daunting things like getting into a gallery, I thought was going to be impossible. 
and I, I put it out in the universe and you hit me up and was like, Hey, I know a guy who need who needs an artist. You know what I mean? Like when you put in the work, things will fall into place exactly when they need to. And that's, what's kind of happening. You know, like that's, that's what I had. Well, I had some advice from a friend and he was like, you know, dude, you're right there. He's like, I don't really do this shit. And he's like, he's a good old boy. We'll just say that. Mm -hmm. And he just like, he's like, I don't do this, but dude, he's like, you're right there. I know that there's that, there's that one thing or that person or that interview or just that you're right there. Like, yeah, what, you're gonna you're just gonna fucking leave that for what? You know? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the biggest thing that the biggest takeaway from from anything that I've ever done in my entire life is what's the worst that will happen? Exactly. That's where I'm at right now. What's yeah. the worst that can happen if I don't make this happen? Well, I'm making it happen. So that's the thing. If I stop, it won't happen. Exactly. And, and to be honest, that's the worst thing. Yes, it is. Of course. You know what I mean? But, but ask the pretty girl out, put your shit out there, get off your ass and do it. What's the worst that happens? The worst that happens is somebody says no. Yeah, there exactly. And thank you. And you're right back to where you were, but you you walk away with the knowledge. Well, that... you walk away with more pride that you exactly. tried. And the you the walk... confidence of yeah. putting yourself out there and being vulnerable is the biggest reward from doing anything. It's more than just a reward. It's a satisfaction, too, mm-hmm. of knowing that you at least did it. Because some people don't even have the encouragement or the toughness or the pride to do anything these days. Yeah. You know? Well, for, for everybody listening, this is your wake-up call. Do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> do the thing. Go and do the thing. Me and Jacob just told you. Look, we met on Instagram, and now we're out here inspiring you to do better and to go do that thing. Yeah. Beasy. That's, get off your ass. Yeah, get, get off up. your ass. Do the thing. Go, go, go. Yeah, do the thing. Man, that could just be like a, like almost like a merch, like a shirt. Do, yeah. do, the, do the thing. Yeah. Oh my God. We out here. See, this is what I'm talking about, people. <laughs> oh my God, man. I hope everyone's having a good time so far. We're rocking in here, coming in on minute 33 right now. It's, uh, it's been pretty fun. Yeah, uh, man, it doesn't even feel like it's been that long. Oh, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing with these shows, you know, like it doesn't even feel that long, but we just start talking. And that's why, like, last season I had a couple, like, r- not random guests, but the guest work is like the company's like music, you know, like mm-hmm. sports kind of like themed. Uh-huh. But then I throw in, like, you know, the artists and the Native American activists and the environmental justice, you know, mm-hmm. and the outdoorsmen and the fishermen. And, yeah, and uh, you know, it, like it always, these episodes always become fun because it's like you can talk about the guest and learn the guest, but then it brings a lot of wholesome conversation, mm-hmm. and so it's just like free flowing minds and like you know, a lot can come out in an hour, you know. Yeah, and like it's just people, people need people need conversation, so that's why I'm here to provide conversation for people who don't want to talk. There we go. Yeah, man, it's a, uh, you know, it's, a, it's important, especially in these like free form podcasts that you're providing more than just the content you're providing. You know what I mean? It's a, uh, it's almost like a paras- parasocial friendship. Yes, you it know, is. People, people listen to these podcasts and they get used to your mannerisms and, and stuff like that. And they, and, you genuinely become like a friend. You know what I mean? Like it, it just feels like they're in the room listening to other people talk. And some people find a lot of comfort in that, man. No. And that's the thing too. Like when we get comfortable with an artist or any kind of platform, you know, or exactly their euphemisms or any kind of punctuation or sounds or kind of things that they do. It makes you feel good and comfortable within yourself. And that's, mm-hmm. that's all I'm trying to do is, you know, get listeners that want to watch the show and want to listen to the show. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and listen, if you keep putting in the work like this, you're going to get it. Well, no, exactly. And I have to stay consistent and I already know being out here in Los Angeles, it's going to be my best opportunity I'm going to get. And I, you know, I've been here a couple of years 
I've been doing this for about a year and a half. We're going to be pushing year two next summer. So, you know, we're, we're trying to go in, you know, to the second anniversary with, you know, three, four seasons dropped on the show, mm-hmm. a bunch more vlogs up on the YouTube and, you know, starting to host our own events and, you know, doing ciphers and, you know, Hell just, yeah, man. just a- building the brand. Like what I That's did. it. Ride, yeah. the, ride the wave. Exactly. Ride the wave and live the life and just push, 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 push and build and build it. And that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. the way we're going to be successful out here. Hot 16s, you know, we're, we're different and we're different for a reason. We're going to be coming and we're going to be fucking, we're going to be running it up. You're going to see us everywhere. That's everywhere. it. Let's go. <laughs> hey, but Jacob, though, with uh, with your art, though, what what's your future uh, future plans with what you got going on? What do you have planned for the future with your art? So, um, I'm really trying to um, I'm really trying to get connected with a shop out here, a tattoo shop. I I really want to apprentice and learn to do tattoos the right way. Um, and then branch off into my own, um, my own market. You know what I mean? Like it, it would be cool to work out of a shop, but I have shit I want to do, and I have people who want me to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, no, definitely. Because you got to work on your own time to get your own mental and your mind right. Exactly. Exactly. And and you know, like I I really love that people see my skill and they're like, oh, can you? do this for me can you do that for me like bet i can do whatever you want but i want to get to a point where people come to me and they go i want x y and z in your style and i want you to tattoo it you know what i mean like ultimately that's where i want to be the gallery stuff has been amazing i'm going to keep pushing for it but um I have a very specific idea of the things that I want to do and I'm doing the steps behind the scene to get there. No, that's, that's good because we all have to do the steps behind the scene. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm learning that behind the scenes and that's like, with like my, I'm trying to plan this vlog where I just like, it's called teamwork. And essentially it's just like going around to like sports organizations and going behind the scenes and looking at all the other people that put in the teamwork to make the team work. <laughs> yep. Teamwork makes the dream work. Exactly. You know, you have to have a build, a build a strong team or you can just do it by yourself. And that's what we've been doing out here. I've been rolling single, single solo team for a minute now. I'm starting to get a couple people riding with me, but you know, mm-hmm. it just takes time. Yep, exactly. Well, and it, it takes determination. It takes, um, it takes countless hours. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm a, a really firm believer in, um, getting what you put out, right? Like everything in the universe is about balance. You know what I mean? Uh, when the pendulum swings one way, it has to swing back the other way. So if you put the energy out and push it all out there, that kind of energy is going to come back to you and you just have to be ready to receive it. Well, exactly. It's just like anything like, you know, treat people how you want to be treated, you know? Mm-hmm. If you want to disrespect someone, don't get mad when they disrespect you back. Like, exactly. Exactly. You know? But yeah, if 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 you move if you move in in shady ways, you can't be mad when karma comes back for you. You know what I mean? But on the flip side of that, if if you move under your own power with good intentions, you have to be ready for good things to start happening to you. Well, no, yeah, and that's the thing. You got to take it a step at a time, and you can't, you can't expect it to happen like that. Yeah, I I mean, you can't expect it to happen like that because it will. But what you can't expect is the time frame in which it happens. You know what I mean? And it it takes a lot of energy and a lot of time before it comes back to you. You know what I mean? But when it does it will be in ways that you least expect it. Um, but you can count on it coming back. You know what I mean? Like it always comes back. Well, yeah, it will come back. It'll come back all at once or it'll come back in chunks. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's why it's good to, you know, practice gratitude, be thankful for the things that you're getting when you get them. Um, because it all feels like it's fleeting, but 
you know, everybody holds on to the bad shit and, and, and they love to pile that up and hoard it. And when you're, when you're, when you're in the darkness and you're looking down, you miss all the beautiful things that you could reach out and touch. You know what I mean? Um, so it's important to just be thankful for the shit that you get when you get it. Well, yeah, you got to be thankful for your life and everything else, you know, and just that's, that's just how it goes. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, but um, with, with everything that we've talked about, um, what, what are your, uh, what are your future goals now with, aside from your art? Do you, do you have anything other, other plans uh, going on that you're trying to achieve? Um, just trying to embrace every single day, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I deal with problems as they come. Um, and I, I just try to, to set small achievable goals, um, that lead to a bigger picture. You know what I mean? So every day I wake up and I write my agenda of things I need to do for the day, things that I need to do for the week, things that I need to do for the month. And, as I check those things off, they're all linking up to something bigger. And when I get to that bigger thing, I'll be able to, uh, I'll be able to act on it. You know what I mean? But right now it's just, just trying to conquer every single day. Well, that's a good goal. And I'm glad that you, you, you break it down and you analyze it clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you got it, man. Like fuck mental health and just like taking it a day at a time. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay to take it a day at a time. Yep. Uh, I think it was Confucius that said the journey of a thousand steps starts with the first one. Definitely. Do you see yourself getting back out to California and moving back out to the Bay Area at all? Uh, no. No, no more California for you? Um, it's, listen, I love it. I miss it. I'll come back and visit often. Um, but I've been there. You know what I mean? I I don't want to repeat steps on my journey. I'm trying to find new shit, cooler yeah, shit, and, and meet new people and do new it, stuff. Exactly, and, and you know the 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 people that the people that I fuck with, they fuck with me, and they're gonna be with me forever. You know what I mean? Whether or not we're in the same physical space, that doesn't matter because they're riding with me in my spirit, in my heart, um, and in my phone. You know what I mean? Like we're so connected to everybody. Um, the, the need to go back isn't a big need for me. The need, the need that I have now is new experiences, new journeys. Yeah. What, what kind of new journeys and goals do you, or have you been thinking of aside from art? Well, um, I really, I really want to travel, man. You know, I've, I've lived, I've lived up and down the West coast my whole life, um, I've never been back East and I'm 33. Like, you know what I mean? I want to see all 50 States. I want to do something cool in all 50 States. Yeah. You can achieve that dude. You just got to put your mind to it. And and I feel exactly. like you have a good attitude and I feel like, you know, you and your kids, you, you could achieve a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, but you know, we're getting close up here to the end. We're getting to that, that time of the show where we start giving some shout outs. But one thing I did, did want to do though here at the show that we like to do is I have a game called big talk and it's an episode I did. I did like these interactive questions that I pulled out of a deck where I answered from my audience mm-hmm. and I just pulled one out of the deck and I want to get this question to you, you know, before we get to the end of the show. Absolutely. So the question is, is Jake, what do you find beautiful? Wow. Um, effort and authenticity in anything. Effort and authenticity. That is a very beautiful answer, my friend. Yeah. I mean, you, you can find something that you dislike in anything it takes a lot to find something that you appreciate in everything. And I mm-hmm. think, I think that's where beauty lies. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel that. Wow. That, that's, that's interesting. That that's a, 
that's a very strong, that's a very good answer. I feel like that represents your who you are as a person more, man. That that's yeah. great. Thank thank you for uh taking time to answer that, man. Yeah, it's just something that I like to do every 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 other episode, you know, I just feel like, no, we're gonna throw in a big talk question. Uh-huh. And it's just a little something that we like to do. I did it a few times um after I debuted that episode last uh season. So mm-hmm. that bro, that's powerful. I like that a lot. Yeah, well, it's just a game that I had gotten. So the story behind the game, I went to cover one of my first events, and uh, I had ran across this table. And it's this little box of cards with, like, about 100 to 125 questions, I think. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like icebreakers where you're at a party. It's not like Cards Against Humanity. It's just, yeah. like, questions, mm-hmm. random-ass questions, you know. And, yeah, so that's just something that I just do, just something I throw into the mix just to kind of – learn a little bit more about you, you know, and like let mm-hmm. the audience learn more about you, you know, and is there anything too that you want to let my audience know about uh, yourself or anything that's coming up that you got going on here uh, in the next couple months or so? Um, yeah. Uh, I have the pancakes and booze pop-up art tour uh, out here in Phoenix, November 18th at the deuce. Um, I'm working on a couple of things that I don't have full commitment to yet. So, um, follow me at cartersinkworks.com. I post regular updates on there. Um, Carter's Inc. Works, literally every social media. Um, you know, I, I try to post weekly updates to give everybody an idea of what I'm working on, what I'm going through. So, uh, if you guys want to join me in the journey, you know where to find me. Yeah, and you know where to find him too now. You can find him here on the third episode of the Hot 16's podcast for the second season. And, yeah, it's been fun. It's been good times with Jacob, Mr. Jacob Carter here. Uh, he's representing the Bay, but he's all the way out in Phoenix, Arizona now. That's got, it. Yeah, we got – hey, man, well, I mean, you're repping the Bay, but you're out in Phoenix. So I, I knocked an interview with someone from Arizona – off the map so you're out there in phoenix i guess we'll put a pin up on the map on the wall now because hey, there you go. yeah you know you got to get them where you can get them right that's it <laughs> yes sir but is there anybody that you want to thank or anybody that you want to shout out today out here on the platform uh for uh for your well-being um first and foremost i want to thank me for working on me and doing all the shit that i need to do to be accountable uh second Shout out to my kids. Eventually, you'll listen to this, hopefully. Um, and, you know, the select few have been by me for everything. They know who they are. Uh, it's too many to list. Uh, but I love all you guys. Awesome. We, we, well, we love we love to hear the shout outs out here. We love, we love to give love when it's, you know, give mm-hmm. love when it's due, you know, because everybody has a team. There's everyone, some people behind closed blinds that are always rooting for you. Yeah, and those those are the people that we always be forget forgetting about. It seems like so. Yeah, well, man. The, those people in my life, I tell them every single day exactly how much they mean. So they all know who they are, and they they all know how much I I appreciate them. Well, that's good. At least you're able to communicate that to to them because most people don't have the ability to do that. Yeah. And, you know, that that's what a lot of people need to learn and remember that people are only here for so often. That's it, man. Give people their flowers while they're here. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Give them while they're here and and let them let bygones be bygones. That's it. I mean, you you can't expect to receive love if you don't give love. Well, if you're not. Yeah. If you're not giving it, you're definitely not going to be getting it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, but it, it's been an honor, man. It's been so great being able to sit back and chat with you and invite you onto the show today and just let my audience just get to get to know who you are, man. It's just it's awesome. I'm just really excited uh, for what the future holds for you and me. Um, yeah, man. I hope that, you know, we can get to meet in person finally. Absolutely. And, you know, maybe we can crush some art and, you know, you know, do some do some stuff and do some interesting things. But Jake, it's been a pleasure, man. I appreciate everything that you have uh, provided today for my audience. Um, make sure, you know, to, uh, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend, you know, and if you got anybody that wants to be on the show, you know, you know where to find me. 
Absolutely. Uh, we're out here and we're doing stuff more and more every day. Uh, the brand's going to get bigger. Hopefully, you know, we can meet and we can get you out on like a vlog or yeah, man. YouTube series, you know, down the road. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, man, it's been an honor. Um, Hot 16s, your host, PBP, right here. We're going to be checking out here in a little bit. Uh, is there anybody else that you want to shout out or thank or you want to give your Instagram handle or any kind of thing once again so they can remind themselves where to find you? Yeah, uh, once again, uh, cartersinkworks.com, uh, cartersinkworks on all social media. Um, yeah, man, hey, the honor and, and, and all of that is uh, – the honor is on, on me for being here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm so thankful for the platform. And the opportunity to uh, talk about my stuff, you know what I mean? It's well, like, yeah, uh, dude, that's why I'm here because you know people who are like, when I hit them up, they're like, oh, well, what do I talk about? It's like, no, this is me giving you an opportunity to talk about what you do and have yeah. a conversation to share your personality with my audience, you know, and give you exposure to more fans, you know, because I mean, art, like we said, it goes both ways. Everybody mm -hmm. has their opinion. You may think it's not finished, but that person may think it's fucking badass. And you know, I I can help a I can help a friend make a fan and a fan make a fan. You know, it's simple mm -hmm. as that. It's like I don't know. It's almost like just natural people yeah, person man. type stuff. You know. Yeah. But it's been it's been a pleasure, Jake. We're gonna sign out, guys. Make sure you tune in for the next episode. We got another guest coming back on the show from the last season, and. It's going to be a fun one. You saw up on the socials. If you saw the announcement, you know, you got to You got to pay attention. All the shows are listed up on the social media on the hot 16s Instagram page. So make sure you go hit that like button. Make sure you go to the YouTube and hit the subscribe button. We got the vlogs posted. We got to support the underground videos. We got it all, man. It goes up from here and we are not stopping. We're going to check out now. It's been a pleasure talking to you for the past hour, like it always is. This is your host, PVP, Hot 16s, Jacob Carter. Thank you, my man. Again, we appreciate the love and the support. And we're out of here, baby. Catch you All on right. the next episode. Peace. Peace.